This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. A group gathered outside the El Paso County Jail yesterday protesting the in custody death of a 24 year old inmate. 24 year old Savannah Popel died just four days after entering the jail. Court records show that Popel booked into the jail for failing to appear to court on a misdemeanor drug charge. Savannah's mother, Nicole, says that she had a pit in her stomach thinking about her daughter's safety and was still not ready for the call that broke the tragic news about her daughter. Something snapped at me and I just shut up. And, and she was like, uh, Ms. Papel, and I said, don't, don't, you know, and I just dropped. The El Paso County Sheriff's Office says that Papel died of internal bleeding due to vomiting from substance withdrawal. Now her family questioning why Savannah is the ninth inmate to have died in such a manner this year. The Sheriff's Office declined to comment on the matter yesterday. The Colorado Springs Police Department continuing to investigate a suspicious death. Police called yesterday morning to the 1000 block of South Nevada as a man was found down the ground responsive. Responding medical crews were unable to revive that individual. Police continuing to investigate but said at this time it does not appear to have any suspicious circumstances. A man is facing charges after allegedly trying to break into a Colorado Springs police station to turn himself in for murder. Police say 36-year-old Carlos Trejo was arrested while trying to break into the Falcon Division building early yesterday. Trejo reportedly told police that he killed someone at an apartment complex on Kelly Johnson Boulevard. Police investigated and found one person dead inside an apartment at that location. Police are still investigating and have not released the name of the victim. Colorado Springs police, meanwhile, identifying the suspect in a standoff that led to an officer being injured. Officers were called to the 800 block of East Willamette Avenue early yesterday after a report about a man with a gun. Investigators say James Faith began shooting at officers. As they arrived, he eventually surrendered and was taken into custody. The police department says the injury to the officer was minor and did not say if it was caused by a gunshot. Well, legal documents now revealing additional concerns of a judge who dropped the 2021 charges against Anderson Aldridge, the suspected Club Q shooter. KRDO's Natasha Ling continuing our team coverage. Law enforcement arrested Anderson Aldridge in June of 2021 for a slew of charges, including kidnapping their grandparents, felony menacing, and stockpiling firearms. But according to our news partners in Denver, in a bond hearing on August 5th, 2021, Judge Robin Chittum warned that Aldridge needed to be treated for a mental illness and said, quote, If we have a slip and fall and mess up on this one, it's going to be so bad, end quote. Investigators said they found guns and over 100 pounds of bomb-making materials after the suspect's arrest in 2021. Months later, transcripts show the grandparents told the court Aldridge is a sweet young man and would take advantage of a second chance. That was KRDO's Natasha Lynn reporting. And for the first time since that Club Q shooting, the mother of victim Raymond Vance speaking to the public. Came at a fundraiser for his family held outside of Ultra Vita Beer Company, the company co-owned by one of the heroes of that fateful shooting. Many people took the opportunity to celebrate Raymond's life on Saturday, but his mother, Adriana, also revealed that night that changed her and her family forever. He texted me not even 10 minutes before the incident happened. He just said... Um, Mom, I'll I'll see you when I leave out of here. So I said, okay, I love you. Have a good night. And that was it. People drove from across the state to attend that fundraiser with all the proceeds going directly 
to Vance's family. Thousands of veterans laid to rest at the city's oldest cemetery were honored with wreaths from wreaths across America over the weekend. The wreaths went out to over 3,000 veterans buried at Evergreen and Fairview cemeteries, with some dating as far back as the Civil War. Andrea Finnegan with the local VFW said whether their service was recent or long ago, their sacrifices are still worth remembering. Some of these people who are buried here, their families no longer here, whether it's the area or they have since passed. So they deserve the respect. So to have people treat them like family and take the time out from their day um, is very important to us and to them. In addition to laying wreaths, organizers say they've also advocated for vets without headstones. Important that no one is forgotten. The Town of Monument is looking into accusations that it violated state law by giving taxpayer money to a political group. The town council voted 4-1 to one Friday to hire an attorney out of Castle Rock to conduct an independent investigation. The council approved a $2,500 donation to a committee called Citizens for Home Rule Charter. The money was for educational material about a ballot question, but the donation was questioned because the material urged voters to approve the measure. The group returned the donation, but some council members still want an investigation to determine if campaign finance laws were broken. Sunny to partly cloudy skies and relatively mild temperatures ahead for your Monday afternoon. We'll top out in the mid-40s here. Colorado Springs 43 in Pueblo and winds are going to be light this afternoon. We'll be chilly again for Tuesday morning lows down to 15 degrees for Colorado Springs in Pueblo and again sunny to partly cloudy skies Tuesday afternoon with a high of 44, 47 coming up for the Steel City. Much colder by the end of the work week on Thursday, where we're going to see single-digit high temperatures. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.